When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. Oh my God, people! <laughs> <laughs> We're back. It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast. <laughs> Adam and TJ are here, but I don't care about them because let's talk about me. Let's talk about the wow. Boston Celtics. Oh, oh, hi, Adam. You're yeah. wearing a green shirt. Okay. You, you, you're down. You know the. You know what. You know what's going down. You know what's happening the next two games, right? You, you not get it. Not necessarily. You get it. Not necessarily. No, you know what's happening. History is being made. Oh, and 50, guess what? History made to be broken. Records made to be broken. Smells like 04 in here, TJ. <laughs> I mean, 04, you have to be more specific because I think you feel like everyone understands what that means. I don't everyone think, knows what it means. I don't, I don't know what it fan, means. You know what 04 means. The I, greatest comeback in sports history. Yeah. The greatest choke job in sports history. I don't. Those D-bag Yankee fans have to wear that for the rest of their lives. I just don't feel like that's something that everyone knows, man. And we get to celebrate (laughs) that like the new, like the revolution, like it's 1776. Wow, really? That's the year we're going to throw out there. We get to celebrate that. I'm not celebrating. Why? Well, not not all of us celebrate 1776 that way, bro. But okay. All right. Well, it's just how weird. All right. So it's happening. It, we're all we've all accepted it, right? At, you, you've accepted it. Honestly, you've, you're right. You've accepted it. Do you want me to placate you or tell me the truth, or tell you the truth? Tell them the truth, well, you man. We don't lie here. Is. The truth is, the Miami Heat are going to win in Game Six. Absolutely not. They're and not. They're not a better team. Uh, the only team that, doesn't the always the win. The only advantage they have is that they're better coach. But well, that kind of means has, a lot. Missoula, yeah, it means a lot. The coach isn't on the court. Is the coach play the games? But do you think the coach matters or not? Is there a player coach? Last time there was a player coach, his name was Bill Russell. They won the championship. I mean, he's got to say. Okay, you got to about your coach nonstop saying that he doesn't know how to. He was terrible. Now he knows what he's doing. How did how did he do that in a week? How did he turn the page from not knowing what he was doing? You know know what it was, TJ. You're familiar with the uh, Christmas Carol? Uh, Yes. Tiny Tim and all that. Tiny Tim and with the with the with the, and, with the, with the leg and, and with the leg and the ghost and Ebenezer yeah, Scrooge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ghost of Red Auerbach came down and touched Joe Missoula in the middle of the night. That sounds inappropriate. And said, "You are now, <laughs> you are the chosen one." Oh, is that what happened? You are now an official head coach of the Boston Celtics, and I'm giving you all of my knowledge. I'm giving you a box of cigars because when you win the title, you're going to light it up. In in, indoors, that's a fine. Indoors, who cares? I'll pay the fine and red hour back. My name's on the court. Game seven. Oh, I'm just assuming we're winning game six. We're favored in the game. Why are they favored in the game, Adam, if, if you think they're going to lose? Because people are drinking the Kool-Aid right now. Listen, there's been two bad games for the Heat. 
The Heat didn't have Gabe Vincent last game. You're, you conveniently yeah, I don't even know who that, that is. You can't even pick Gabe Vincent out of a lineup, and suddenly him not being on the team is like they're playing without Jokic and, and Jamal Murray, and like everybody just is gone. Listen, Gabe Vincent, that's your argument? Yeah, he's made a huge difference. He scored like 30 points. Didn't he score like 30 plus points in like game three? I'm pretty ch sure he ch did. Ch check let's out. check these stats. Come on. Go ahead. Keep talking. I'm looking. Just keep talking. Yeah, just, no. just keep talking about this cockamamie think, Heat argument. I think. You are getting way too overconfident, Brockman. I understand that you're you're psyched. You're having these dreams of 2004 <laughs> all over again. But at the same time, let's let's pump the brakes for a second. No brake pumping. This is a little fast X. Just kind of, we're, this is fast X right now. Fast six, back seven, boom, boom. I feel like you're so manic right now with what's happening, <laughs> and you're being super. We need to talk about this also. Your superstition. This is so insane to me. I don't know if you know this, TJ. But the last two games, <laughs> yeah. game four, Brockman decides, I'm not watching the game. Guess what? The Celtics win. Game five, I'm not watching the game. Guess what? The Celtics win. Brockman thinks that from him not watching the game from across the country in California, yes. that is going to make the difference between the Miami <laughs> Heat and Boston Celtics series. Look, that's that is so insane to me. Fan is short for fanatic. We all know that. So, yeah, that, that maybe that does have something to do with it. Well, I don't know. Well, but the thing is, are you going to continue with that pattern? Yeah, it's, not watching, not watching, not watching. So okay. not watching. Listen, I'm nuts. I have my own you know, craziness about me, but – the thought that you have that you realistically think that you not watching the game has any factor. impact. I'm a factor. Honestly, I'm going to send my ring size to Wick Grossbeck for when they win the championship just so I can get one. Look, bro, I'm a factor right I, now. I'm not, look, I, and the thing is, I'm not going to argue that point with you. I know I've done things that have resulted directly. What? million percent directly with the Cowboys yeah. winning football games. Like, you can't tell me differently. Like, you know why the Sixers <laughs> lost? Because I did something that I didn't do oh, in game no. six. What did you do? I put on a t-shirt that I never wore before to watch the Sixers game and can't what happened. It. We lost. Yeah. I wore the same shirt the three times that we won games. Can't do it. So, I, I, I can understand where you're coming from. I just don't think that the tide's going to turn All right, completely I'll be, su I'll be super way. rational By the way, now. Gabe Vincent had 29 points. Great. He, he's never had 29 points a day in his life. 17 <laughs> the game after. So he's not, e not even in high school. He never had 29 points. <laughs> All right, I'll, be, I'll be super rational here. The way Boston played the last two games is more indicative as to who they are as a team. They were the reason why they were the best team in the NBA for three quarters of the season. There's a reason why they three quarters. Uh, they were pretty much the best team all year, except for maybe the last month or so. Interesting. I would say Denver was probably uh, the best team. Well, they had a better record than Denver. So Denver pretty much gave up the last six weeks of the year. Probably cost yeah. Joker the MVP, but they were so far ahead. It didn't That's really why they matter. were able to give up. It doesn't really matter for the one seed. Um, Boston was what a game, a game behind Milwaukee for the best record in the league. Like, there's a reason why they were this good all season long. They're a better team. They're more talented. They have more depth. They got a first-team All-NBA guy and a second-team All-NBA guy. Look, they have a rookie head coach, and you really saw that kind of rear its head in some tough times uh, during against Philadelphia, even against Atlanta way back in the first round. And like I said all year, they do dumb things, and they just got kind of caught in a hole. Now, I thought they would kind of give up. It looked like they pretty much quit in Game 3. And I thought that was a wrap. And I actually kind of wanted that as a fan because it would make the offseason that much cleaner to kind of tighten things up a little bit, if you, if, if you feel me. But now that they're back in it, they've played like the team that they, play, that they were for most of the regular season. They're just better than Miami. They just are. Let me ask you this, Brockman. If 
the Celtics come out in game six and are just horrible and they lose by 25 points do you want Missoula to be fired because I feel oh, like you go back and forth I, with him I, I, depending I do on the I game do I do game. You're, so what you know what I totally agree with that and that's totally fine I've been really irrational in the last like 10 days when it comes to this dude he's definitely been overwhelmed and he's definitely been out coached by Spo but some of this I, I guess I was putting too much of the blame on him. The blame has to, uh, a good amount of the blame Goes has to you? be solely oh. on the players. Well, me for putting them under pressure. But <laughs> it has to be on Tatum and Brown. Like, you guys are who you are. You're first-team All-NBA. You're second-team All-NBA. Derek White has been awesome. You got the sixth man of the year. I know Brogdon is injured right now, which is kind of a bummer because he's been great this season. If they go down to Miami and lay an absolute egg like that, I would be kind of shocked. They are favored in the game. A little crazy. Probably should be Miami. Should be should, yeah. probably should be flipped. I think the Celtics are two point favorites. Something get, like that. Yeah, something like that. Two yeah. two and a half. Should be the other way around, just because of the home court. But if you're telling me all the pressure isn't on the Heat right now, you're crazy. The pressure is all on Miami right now. They have to close this out. Oh, for sure. If they don't win Game Six, you tell me they're going to win in Game Seven. No, if they lose Game Six, it's over. No chance. Well, so, di- didn't. We say or in the big show earlier, I think it was Mannix that came in and say the Celtics are better on the road than this. They players. have been a better road so, team so far with this group. I mean, look, they won last night. I think they're, what, 9, 10, and 11 or something like that in home games in the last couple of years, home playoff games. So they haven't done that well at home. However, you, you could definitely feel the momentum has shifted in this series. And where's Jimmy Butler been? Where was he yesterday? I mean, I don't know. Four Celtics starters with 20-plus points, that's going to be really tough yeah. to beat. Obviously, you make 40% of your threes in this whole series. The team that shoots better from three has won all five games. So it's which Miami is going to show up, which Boston's going to show up. Is Tatum going to get off to a hot start? Is Jalen Brown going to make plays? Can they get the production from Smart and Derek White again that they got? Uh, we'll see, but... Watching the game yesterday, man, I noticed... it's trending in that direction. I noticed uh, that the... Heat were just giving up wide open looks to the Celtics. Yeah. The Heat were not playing their usual good defense. The Celtics' uh, ball movement yesterday was also very impressive. They were they're shooting a lot of threes, but they were getting it from one side to the other, and that was really great to see if you're a Celtics fan. And like you said, the four guys scoring 20 points, all, score, all, all shooting more than 50% from the field. Yep. So if you get the effort from a guy like Derek White, who was playing out of his mind yesterday. I was watching the game with a Miami Heat fan, and he was so angry. He's like, I don't care about Jalen Brown or Jason Tatum. Stop Derek White right now. And it's that type of guy that will win the Celtics the series. So funny. Derek White was awesome against Atlanta, terrible against Philadelphia, mm-hmm. and now he's playing better than Jalen Brown. Uh, it's kind of hard to, under, to, to, to understand this, this Derek White roller coaster, but 8 of 11 from the field in the last game, 24 points. I mean, it's not that Miami shot poorly. Miami shot 51%, mm-hmm. but they only made nine threes. Celtics made 16. You're outscored by 21, and you lose by 13. That's the difference in the game. Yeah. So you really believe that game six, the Celtics are just going to come out and just take it? You don't think Jimmy Butler? I don't know. Didn't he essentially, he's guaranteeing pretty much a game six victory. I think I saw that quote earlier. My question, I, like, I, I guess my question with Jimmy Butler is, I, I know this dude's a freak, right? How much does he have left? How much energy is he just spent, you know, spent uh, in the 50-point game against the Bucs, willing his team to victory there, uh, the second-round win, uh, the first three games of this series? That was like a month ago, though. Is this guy tired or what? No, he ain't tired. 
I mean, everyone's tired a little bit. Let's be honest. If you're making it this far and you're he, not healthy and you're a little tired. He's their whole team. It's not like he has another superstar to rely on. Yeah, but uh, look, man, it's a team effort, right? Bam's it, a very good player. Bam's been playing all right. Bam didn't and, look that good yesterday. Yeah, well, no one on their team really did last game. I, I just, well, you know, our, first of all, our boy Duncan Robinson put some respect on his name because he did have 18. Day, I mean, look, he is making $90 million, so he should do something. Yeah, he should do something. <laughs> um, you, you know, you got to give a little bit of props to this Heat team when you consider they're playing without Tyler Hero, they're playing without Oladipo. They really probably shouldn't even be in this position right now. No, they, of course they, not. I mean, they should have been fishing uh, a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So it's because of that that I just kind of feel that, like, maybe it's their time. Maybe. I don't necessarily also think that if they lose game six, they can't win game seven. I don't know if I subscribe to that theory, but I'm going to be interested to find out. It's going to be fun to watch. And I'm going to see if Butler, because, you know, when they he went up 3-0, you start getting all these people, the comps start coming, you know. Jimmy Butler, he's the closest to Kobe all of a sudden, and blah, yeah. blah, and woo-woo. Uh-huh. You know, I I want to see it. I love it when it's kind of like a five-on-one, like it's a gang fight, and that one guy is just pulling up everybody else, but, you know, and saying, you know, follow me to freedom like he was Charlie Steiner. Uh, hey, I'm, I'm down. I'm down. I want to see Big Face Coffee become a national brand, and the way for that to happen is for Jimmy Butler to make it to the finals again. So I, I, I think the Miami Heat are going to win this series. I don't know if it's in six. I don't know if it's in seven. But I think they are going to win. And I think they're going to the It's going to have to take more than 10 shots. You're going to have to get Absolutely. to the line more than six times. I know he didn't play much in the fourth quarter, but. Yeah, it feels, yeah, he, it feels like they just kind of like held him out for the fourth. And yeah. Just like, all right, we'll get him next game or something. Yeah. yeah, he most definitely, that was his worst game in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, let's I mean, when Jimmy, Jimmy Butler needs double-digit free throws, he, you know, 20 shots. I'm not, I'm not saying that he can't do it. Obviously, he's been amazing in this play. I mean, he's been the playoff MVP other than Jokic. So. Yeah, that was this, that was by far his worst playoff game yeah. of the year. So we're gonna see if are we gonna get game one, Jimmy Butler? Are we gonna get game, you know, right four or five? Five. That's the thing. It's like, who do you believe? Kind of this Boston team is. Are they the team from games one through three? Or are they the team of the last two games? Listen, we all were questioning Jason Tatum's heart, his ability to be clutch. And then well, not he, all of us, Adam. Not all of us. There's a certain well, specifically person. a guy to my right. He looked really bad. I mean, uh, but then he showed he, with with an incredible fifty one point performance against the 76ers in game seven that he can be clutched on the biggest stage. Yeah. He's got it in him. Got that dog so, in him. So you see, you have him and then you have Jimmy Butler. And to me, it's just who is going to step up more in game six. And I'm just personally going to roll with Jimmy Butler on that and the adjustments that coach Spo will make. And I just trust him as a coach. And to me with Greg Popovich, he's the best coach in the league. So I just trust those two more than I do the Celtics. So you're going with the coaching intangible over the kind of the talent. Coaching intangible, and I trust Jimmy Butler in a clutch game over any other player in the series. Home game, it certainly helps for Miami. I mean, Tatum was awesome. 21, 8, and 11 mm-hmm. in that last game. Man, oh, man. Al Horford had 11 rebounds. Uh, I mean, you're not going to get smart 4 of 6 from 3, Derek White 6 of 8 from 3, Jalen Brown 3 of 5 from 3. I mean, that's pretty lights out. That's another yeah. reason maybe to, to go with the Heat that – you don't expect those shooting percentages from those guys. But the thing about Miami, too, in the first three games, they, I mean, they were 50% or you know better from three the first three games. They were lights out. I don't know. Look, I'm, I'm, I'm obviously I've been all over the place with my emotions in this series. Here, they so, really need their man, guy, Nikola Jovic, to 
to Don't think <laughs> that he's Nicola joking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then maybe something can happen because there's so many times I look down and go, wait a minute, what? No, that's Jovic. Never mind. But uh, yeah, I mean, this is it's going to be fun, you know, and uh, I'm looking forward. I, You're so not going to have like fun. I'm so nervous. I'm even, like I said, I, I can't watch. I checked in on the score. I know you think it's psychotic behavior, Adam, but I, I didn't watch. I checked in on a score like – Midway through the second quarter, Celtics were up 13. I was like, okay, up 13. Okay, okay. Must be shooting well. Check, I, check back in at halftime. It was 17. <laughs> okay, okay. And then I checked back in early, like early fourth quarter. They were up 18. The Heat immediately hit a three, and I went, shut it off. It's like, I can't watch. <laughs> I'm, I'm bad. What are you here. doing during this time of the game? I'm just on? doing like dad stuff. We're playing baseball in the backyard. Okay. We're just like in the pool. Kind of like getting dinner ready. I got to be honest, man. These playoffs have been far more enjoyable when both of my teams are out because I <laughs> I was not enjoying Like I I was physically, I was feeling ill. As you know, I went through a period of two weeks of migraines, oh, as you know, yeah. and I haven't had one in like two and a half weeks. So I goes to tell you. So for me personally, this has been a pleasure to just be able to sit back and watch basketball without having to feel that anxiety that I know you are going through, the Heat fans are going through. Shout out to my friend Jenny, who's a massive Heat fan, you know, and the Nuggets fans. One thing, though, is kind of bugging me, man. And that's these these Nuggets fans who are all of a sudden just walking around saying it with their chest like nowhere. the rich eyes like, in Canton, Ohio after a Wolverine yeah. over a Buckeye victory. Like all of a sudden these Nuggets fans are talking like they're, they're the cock of the walk all of a sudden. You haven't won anything yet, buddy. So relax. Also, I didn't know bit. any of you existed. Like, right? <laughs> like where have you come from? <laughs> they were hiding somewhere. They, they all I kind of disagree with that, though. I, really? I, you think you think, think Nuggets fans are out there? I think Nuggets fans aren't a huge fan base, but what I've noticed throughout the years is at their home games, they have great crowds. Sure, in Denver, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like They have a loyal fan base. It's not right. like a huge fan base. Yeah, and they live in Colorado, Adam. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but but that's, that's like whatever. It's like that doesn't make them worse fans just because there aren't more of them. No, I know, but I'm, all of a sudden they're just – they're getting real. They're getting real mouthy. Yeah. Like yesterday. Lippy. Yesterday, they're like, like Mannix was on the show. Was he? When was he here? Was it? What, was uh, it yesterday? Wednesday? Two days ago. So Mannix was here on the big show on Wednesday, and you know he said, you know, look, people would talk about them more if they were a little bit more interesting. And now all of a sudden, everyone's so offended from from Colorado that your team isn't that interesting. Right. Yes, you're awesome. Jokic is amazing. Jamal Murray's amazing. I mean, what? I don't know. They, what, what about I, your team is compelling? I can't I, I front. Mean, they're a fun team to watch. Yeah. But, oh, I love watching them. But I, it's I'm, like I, I think they're going to win the championship. I'll def, I'm definitely rooting for them if they're playing the Heat. But I don't know why Manix was taking so much heat yesterday. That was ridiculous. Also, like Lisa Salter's catching strays because she's like she hadn't seen Joker play. Well, in person, guess what? And everyone thought it was like, oh, she'd never watch right? it. No, it's in just person. that. She specifically in person. Yeah, she didn't say well, it, but, that was but we knew what she okay. meant. Okay. It's like sometimes she's an NBA sideline reporter. Yeah. Of course, she's watching games. Sometimes we know the second baseman doesn't always tag second, but they still get a double play. Like you <laughs> kind of knew like, what she was getting at, I knew, and I knew what she was and she doesn't get to decide. Hey, I want to go to this game. I want to go to that game. It's like, no, it's wherever your bosses tell you to go. But we, you know, we don't want to get aggregated either. We are Nuggets fans. We love Joker. I, no, I, but I could, I could understand why Nuggets fans and the coach were upset when the Nuggets were just thoroughly dominating the Lakers. And the story is always about the Lakers. It wasn't about how good yeah. the Nuggets were playing. And they had one of the best Western Conference series oh, ever. Let me explain to you why that is, Adam. It's because big media. every time 
during football season when I started on this show and I would get upset that we would start the show talking about the Dallas Cowboys. And I'm like, why? Why? I'm a Cowboys fan. Why are we doing this? Why are we? Ta- why is every other show, you know, the Cowboys? It's because some teams just move the mm-hmm. needle, unfortunately, whether you and- like it or whether you don't like it. And if you're writing a story and you want someone to read it, are you going to write it about the Nuggets or are you going to write about LeBron and the Lakers? Unfortunately, that's just the world we live in. Yeah. You know? and, and, and when a guy hijacks getting swept by saying, oh, I might retire. So no one will say, hey, you just got swept. Like, come on. LeBron, we know what you're doing. We know you're not retiring, though. <laughs> we, we, know, we know you're not retiring. You're just, so, you're just throwing this out there. So the story now switches from you got absolutely worked to, oh, you're going to retire? Everybody but, saw right again, that. put uh, this lack of respect on LeBron's name, too. 20 years, 38 years old. What, what, what's, no. what's not respecting that? Do you not, like, go on Twitter? Do you not re- listen to what people saying? Like, there's always this huge contingent of LeBron hate that's out there. And I just, it's just ridiculous because there's never in the history of life been a 38-year-old basketball player doing the things that LeBron I mean, look, James the, the, has done. The, the so. excessive hate is weird for LeBron, and the excessive love is also weird for LeBron. I, I can c- understand why people sometimes get annoying, annoyed with him with certain stunts he pulled, like, after game Yeah, I four. mean, he knows what he's doing. Mad respect to that. I mean, he t- totally switched the narrative. You don't like the conversation? Change the conversation. Yeah, LeBron's not dumb. He's incredibly intelligent. He knows yeah. what he's doing, yeah. how to switch the narrative. And I'm not a LeBron hater, per se. Like, I've said before, he annoys me of some of the stuff he does, but I don't, in general, the flopping, I mean, some of the flopping he did against the Nuggets was pretty ridiculous. Like that one move where he just flopped into the guy and the guy had the drink spilled on him. Yeah. It's like, dude, you you were like 15 feet away when that happened. Like, yeah. there's no way. A lot of times, he doesn't have to do some of the things that he does, but anyway, whatever. Yeah, so I don't even know where we're going with that. No, but. I don't either. I, I just want to like, I mean, it was an impressive performance by Denver. They deserve all the... All the props for sweeping the Lakers, a Lakers team that, you know, a lot of people thought we're going to win that series and go to the finals. And I know we've been kind of on Denver this whole playoffs. Um, so, you know, props to us for predicting that. But it's great to see Jamal Murray back at yeah. 2020 bubble level Jamal Murray because he was so special to watch in that yeah. bubble. I remember sitting at home, middle of COVID, we were so bored. And then you see Jamal Murray night after night have these incredible games seemingly out of nowhere. That nobody was seeing in person because it was during the bubble. Nobody was there. I know. Everybody was watching, though. And then, of course, he has a terrible ACL injury. He's out pretty much the last two seasons. And then you finally see him emerge is what I believe is the superstar he really is in this series. He was unbelievable in this series. As much as Jokic was good, Murray might have been just as good as him in this series. The thing is, we know we know Jokic is awesome. When you don't win back-to-back MVPs without being a special player, you know, a top tier in the league, but to see Murray do this, we almost have to take away the bubble label from his. You know, it's not Bubble Murray anymore. It's just Murray. Just Murray, yeah. Like coming out party for him. Great to see MPJ too, uh, and KCP. I guess are the king of the, the three-letter monicums there, but. They're awesome, man. They're so impressive. I really think they're winning the title. It doesn't really matter who comes out of the East, I think, at this point. Yeah, they're going to have about, like what, year. 10 days rest before game one? I know, TJ, sometimes the rust is, is a real thing when you've had that much time off. But, yeah, it could go either way. but uh, It's impressive. They're a really impressive team. And I think either way, we get a really fun finals. Oh, yeah. Whether it's Nuggets-Heat, they match up really well with each other. Nuggets-Celtics is awesome. You got a bunch of superstars in that game. So... I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. 
It was funny on Instagram. I saw these memes where they were showing Michael Porter Jr. making the extra open pass. And they're like, okay, the Lakers are cooked if he's passing. <laughs> because you never see that guy really pass. And they should have well, been making some really good passes. There was something the like Lakers. 87 career games, he had zero assists. Yeah. It was something, oh, really? Yeah. It was some ridiculous stat like oh, that. Yeah. Maybe the Joker's rubbing off on these guys. Joker always makes the right pass. He makes the right play, it feels like, every single time he has the ball. Yeah, it's, it's, it's super impressive. It's super impressive. Um, TJ, who do you want to be your head coach? Man, that's a good question, man. Um, 76ers. I imagine some of that will get ironed out maybe over the weekend, I, next week sometime. You know, Monty seems like he could be a good fit. I, I, You know, maybe Nick Nurse. I just want someone who understands how to coach a big man and to put the big man in, in the proper position. But, you know, uh, we got a lot to decide what to do with James Harden. Are they going to sign him? I, I don't think that the Sixers are going to pay him the $200 million. I think that would be a mistake at 34 because, like I said, not everybody's 38-year-old LeBron James. He is an anomaly. He is one of one. And I just don't feel like you're going to get that production out of James Harden that would yeah. warrant paying him that type of money. So a lot of questions need to be answered right now, man. And my fandom is being held up right now by this. <laughs> so um, I want you to go to the Spurs. Hey, man, the Spurs yeah. nation is knocking. They've been welcoming me. They've been offering me to come down, have me go, go to lunch and dinner with them. Yeah. So. The, the moves that the Sixers make coming up, man, it's really going to – because it, it does, man. You, you, you spend your whole life as a fan, and I know sometimes we go, well, how could you quit being a fan? But it, after a while, consistently watching this team make bad decision after bad decision after bad decision, it just it, – it gets frustrating, and it makes you feel like, why am I devoting all of this time and this effort and this emotional – currency into this you know so when someone doesn't love you back when they don't love you back so that's kind of where i'm at right now but uh we'll see we'll see we'll see i'm not really sure who the right fit is for coach because yeah. i don't know what the roster is going to look like yeah, but like be- i said monty i feel could be a, a, a good fit because he was going excuse me he was going to be the guy right until the Suns offered him the deal and then Doc came in, you know, nurses out there. Could it be Sam Cassell? Like, look what Missoula's doing. He didn't know he was the coach until two weeks before the season started. He didn't have a chance to prepare, didn't get to pick a staff, and now he's two games away from the final. So is it the Sam Cassell situation? Is it something like that where you're going to give a brand-new guy with a fresh voice who hasn't had a chance to be a coach again? Do you put him in that slot? So. I'm going to be interested, man. And I know me and the rest of the Sixer fans are watching this and, and waiting. Yeah, Adam, it's just so crazy. you got three really, really, really good teams. Don't have a head coach right now. Phoenix, Milwaukee, Philadelphia, all these teams that we thought, you know, were legit title contenders this year. Yeah, if you're Nick Nurse or Monty Williams, you're, you're ecstatic right now because you're going to go from coaching in the NBA Finals at one point to potentially getting a new job and the next year coaching in the NBA Finals if yep. things go right. So, yeah, I've... Uh, I like Nick Nurse a lot. Me too. This guy has proven himself. He won a championship. His teams were still pretty competitive after Kawhi left. And if I'm the 76ers, that's the guy I'm looking at, number one. I just trust that guy. I think he knows what he's doing. Um, And I think Monty Williams kind of got the shaft with with the Suns, unfortunately. Yeah, Yeah, you know, they made the finals, and maybe they underperformed this year. But the team was essentially... A new team this year once they got Durant, they weren't the same team. There are the struggles with Aiton. So I think Monty Williams is a really good head coach and he deserves another chance. Yeah, it feels like he might be Milwaukee. 
Milwaukee, Milwaukee or Philadelphia. I don't yeah, know. think about that. As the new coaches, you, you get to either coach a superstar in Giannis, yeah. a superstar in Embiid, or you get Booker and Durant. It's like pick your choice. It's unreal. I've never it's, seen that happen it's, before. It's really, really crazy. It's got to be unprecedented in kind of the kind of the history of the NBA. All right, we got to wrap this up. Uh, what happens? You guys are both taking the heat? I think so. All right. Heat and six. Heat and six. TJ, seven or six games? Mm, let's make it interesting. Let's go with the seven. All right, obviously I'm going to say Celtics and seven. We'll be back next week to preview the NBA Finals. Will I be happy or sad? (laughs) (laughs) I have no idea. I'm going to be happy, though, because I get to talk to these guys. All right, that's it. NBA, it's been awesome this year. We knew it was going to be awesome this year, and it's totally lived up to the hype. All right, we'll see you guys next week. Later. Later.